Okay, welcome back to uh, Pints and Pairings. Hey, I'm Curtis Taylor, and I'm here with Jason Hendrick. We are discussing, uh, we're discussing food, fall foods, and and some beer pairings. And And we've been discussing those over a few different segments. So if you want to hear kind of our progression or our devolution, no, digression. For some reason, I feel like I wanted to devolve, but if you want to... You want to hear all the different topics and our meanderings? Make sure you watch for some of the other episodes, both on Happy Hour Again website or through whatever streaming service you're grabbing us on. And just to just to to get an idea of of how well this podcast is going to devolve, I'm going to throw something at Jason here. So we've been talking about uh, not literally. Uh, we've been talking about Zoom format, we, so we can't really throw it at me. Right. So we've been talking about fall fall pairings and um you know we we hit the 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 usuals um like hearty foods, this and that, and then uh we hit some some apples. We talked about apples for a while. Now um we we, we touched on pumpkins just a little bit, but Listen to that episode, and you can, and you'll understand my um, my aversion to to pumpkins. I'm you thinking. You almost heard a little bit of a, a noise out of the base of Curtis's throat. <laughs> kind of grovelly, like God, just saying squash. Word, it almost <laughs> creates a certain regurgitation and nausea for him. <laughs> and I don't really. I mean, I'm playing that up certainly, but um, but yeah, pumpkins not one of my favorite things. That's for sure. I like to see them on the porch steps, and I like to see them carved. I love to carve the fuck out of a pumpkin like just like you can't you're, but but also the guy considering that that <laughs> animosity that just came out of you um i like to, I like to carve the fuck out of a pumpkin do you also like to smash the fuck out of a pumpkin smashing curtis? pumpkins right so just going on so i'm I'm following this pumpkin thing i'm following it i'm following it i'm following it and i'm and i'm thinking about one of my favorite pumpkins though out of the whole season and that's the great pumpkin charlie brown so i made Ooh. it it got me thinking of of like what are those um if we could go back for for whether it's a childhood memory um or or, or a halloween candy that we're remembering like trying to put some of mm. those together with some some um some beer some some beverages whatever it happens to be the pairing is going to be difficult curtis but i love your your challenge i love the gauntlet on the table right now because there was a candy that immediately took over that internal screen that that movie screen of my mind and it is basically it's like the bit of honey or the um the equivalent of bit of honey i can't remember what the other one is called um the squirrel nut zipper it's Uh, in the same vein as those but do you remember those chewy peanut buttery taffies that came in the orange and black mm, wrappers right they're nondescript you don't know what brand they are they're so generic they're just in a big bag (laughs) I love those, and not a lot of people in my circle loved those. Right. There was something about the chewiness and way it would linger and and grip my teeth, and you get these little pockets of peanut butter. And I want to go right now with a steam beer, like mm. just go traditional Anchor Steam to partner with some of the spicy nutty notes. Or we were talking Belgians in a couple of different episodes, and just something really sweet and viscous to play up the similar notes. So I either want to play up the spiciness of it or I want to play up the sweetness of that candy. And I think both have a great um, 
opportunity to shine. You know, and as you're talking about that, just to to, to come away from beers, and, and maybe it's because I, I, I have um, a palate full of it right now, but I'm thinking whiskey with that. I mean, I it's been so long since I've had a bit of honey, but I'm just thinking of, of the way that that, that kind of coats your mouth and um, and the, the way that the, the alcohol could mix with that. I think I'm just curious. What, what's, what are your thoughts on that one? That's an interesting direction. You know, I think we'd want to go with more of a, um, a bourbon mm. where you get a little more corn sweetener, you know, get a little sweetness in there. Um, because I'm afraid that the whiskey would be too harsh Just cut it out. Hmm. and, you know, might overpower the candy. But I also know that the, whiskey makers these days are playing with all kinds of concoctions they have been for years you know you got your tennessee honey and all those different mm -hmm. kinds of variations so what if we just soaked instead of <laughs> cask um, cask aging a whiskey what if we took a barrel full of those can you know peanut butter candies and let them soak for a while and just probably and dissolve they might but it, maybe that yeah. could be a cool direction right right so well, what about you you got a candy on your palate wow um it's so Halloween, um, the my favorite candy is 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 uh, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Like if I'm gonna do a candy bar, then that's where I'm going. But that's like everyone's favorite, or I mean, like that's that's nothing unique. And I'm trying to think of. Uh, you don't have to go unique, you know. Well, one thing great about pairings is what we talk about all the time: that sense, memory, the nostalgia, and the mm -hmm. experience. So. Sometimes you just got to go right. with what you love. Right. But I'm interested in what your unique direction is. So take well, me down. Well, you know, but but one of the things as as I was just thinking about some other um other candy bars that I, I liked over the years and when you were talking about the bit of honey and then um and then that the the peanut butter, I started thinking about and and in mine all of my favorites are generally in that peanut butter range or they have some kind of wafer in them, so like a Kit Kat. Okay. But but um but I was thinking of and I think it's called a Charleston Chew. Yes. So the, is that the one with like boys and break them? It like does, did that have the 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 coconut on the the outside? Kind of like it's crunchy. No, what one would that have been? So the Charleston Chew is the very long nougat bar. It came in vanilla, chocolate, okay, and strawberry, and oh. you freeze them and break them, but they were long. They're like two foot long. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now that's because that's not what I was saying. There was there was one that had a peanut butter. It was kind of it was long still, and you could break it, and it had sort of coconut. Oh, wait, um, a zagnut or a chico stick? Chico stick. There we go. All right. Right. So that's what I'm thinking about was the chico stick, and and thinking about um, you know uh, for any of these, there um, I'm not sure what I would do with pairings, but I, I'm just I'm nostalgic for for those and not so much for the Reese's or the Kit Kats because I can still get those, but it's been forever since I've had a chicka stick. So I've got another candy bar potential divisive discussion. I love a score bar also. And I'm all of a sudden really wanting in this very moment, a score bar partnered with a good low carbonation, slightly warm English pub ale, <laughs> like a traditional pub beer. Right. But are you a score person or a Heath person? Um, you know, I will go either way on that um, because I do. I like um, I like toffee and um, I like the chocolate, um, you know, kind of how you have to bite through the the soft chocolate and then you get to that the, the, the Hard toffee. toffee. Right. I yeah. like score better because I don't want so many peanuts in my my toffee. Ah, there you go. That's why the heat is not my favorite okay. direction. 
Yeah, yeah, and I I think you're you're right on with um, a nice um, mild, uh, in English mild of of any sort, sort of dark darker beers though. So considering that sometimes it's a true and vibrant celebration when you get home from trick or treating. Not that I still go trick or treating. <coughs> but yeah, if, you know, from right, no, my forties, no, I, I never I would, have gone. I, would, I wouldn't. Go <laughs> <laughs> but. What what kind of uh, Halloween candy do you think we could throw together with some kind of sparkling wine or champagne? Oh gosh, um, wow! Uh, spark champagne, and and I have never considered pairing candy that way. I I don't think. Um, I don't know. Do you have a Do you have something? I don't. I mean, I right away I started thinking about like the fruitier directions, Skittles, Starburst, okay. um, Pop Rocks, kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have anything specific in mind when I threw it out there. I was just trying to really go left field on this and and startle the uh, masses with a unique pairing. Well, and I think you you're kind of hitting it on the head. Why it's so difficult for me is because those are my least favorite candies. Like I don't want Nerds. I don't want Skittles. <laughs> I don't. Like, those are those are Pop Rocks. Uh, you know. No, not not really, but um, perhaps perhaps um, um, they're 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 like the pickup sticks. I don't know what's, but they're essentially tubes full of of flavored sugar. Um, oh yeah, and then perhaps pixie dropping sticks. pixie sticks. There we go, and perhaps dropping the contents of one of those into um, one of your wines. Now that might that could add a become some sort of wine teeny cocktail thing but i would be careful about dropping that into like champagne where then it just it'll blow up the carbonation it's coming all over you i'm looking at this interesting uh, map of the united states though where they put in each state what they feel the top candy halloween candy is (laughs) and sweetest fish comes up in a couple different states oh yeah including uh pennsylvania and uh what is this other one louisiana but I think that could actually be, right. you know, maybe a sparkling rosé kind of partner. Yeah, um, some nice and, – and, you know, and they're saying Swedish fish too. They're not saying gummy bears or anything else. So something that has a little more um, uh, uh, depth to it, not just plain old sugar. Uh, and, and if you've had Swedish fish, you know that, there, that there's a definite difference between Swedish fish and, and gummy bears. Before we close out this segment, Curtis, because gummy bears are great. Swedish fish are awesome. A bag of coins in the, you know, your Halloween bag sucks. (laughs) But what also leaves you with a little bit of confusion, but you kind of want to enjoy it. What drink are you going to put with grandma's popcorn ball? (laughs) Somebody's getting a popcorn ball in their Halloween bag. Well, You're the I, I last will last one to I, enjoy it. You have I, to. I will on. say that I am, I am, I am thankful for all of the um, deviants out there who have made it impossible for people to give away popcorn balls. Um, <laughs> if, if, there, if there was ever an, a plus side to that kind of deviant, deviant behavior, that's it. <laughs> Uh, but you know we've talked about popcorn before, and and I think just depending on the elimination what. of popcorn balls, <laughs> you think? Yeah, Curtis, I I appreciate where you're going with that, but we got to do it. So what putting with the what beverage is going with? Well, it? I'm I'm definitely going with a beer because I want something to be able to um kind of um wash out and and kind of cleanse the palate. 
I think it just depends on on what the flavor is. Now, generally, they uh, they just are sweet, right? Yeah, they're almost like a um, a kettle corn kind of direction. Okay, right. So, um, uh, I'm thinking just to just to go nuts with this one, um, a, a, a barley wine. So you, you've got the the that sweet like barley wine could almost at this point could be uh, maybe too sweet because it's by this time it is already what eight months old since barley wines generally come out in February. But if you can find a nice like double IPA, like a really fresh double or triple IPA or a really fresh barley wine, I think that that would be kind of a fun thing to do. It would be. And I like the the pairing, you know, the especially if you go with a slightly less sweet um, popcorn ball, if you're going to make them at home and you actually want to have like an adult party, you can even add some interesting spices or some kind of, um, you know, peppering to it. But if you went with a very lightly sweet but heavily salted popcorn ball mm. with that sweeter barley wine, then you're getting those contrasting flavors you're normally going to get out of kettle corn anyway. Right. Yeah, and I mean, really, what is there in a popcorn ball that wouldn't go well with a beer? There's either you have a beer that has residual sweetness, and so then it's going to be complementary, or you have a complete co- complete contrasting beer, and it's still going to go. It's popcorn and salt and a little bit of sweetness. So, I mean, it's it's it, I don't know if you could go wrong with it, really, but... Um, if somebody's going to push me to, to pair a beer, then I'm always going to go with like the 10, 12% beers just because that's a fun thing to do. Yeah. Why not? You see how it plays <laughs> out. But. Yeah.